Hello and welcome to season 11, episode 7 of Permeated in God's Presence. And I couldn't be more grateful for all that God has been doing and is set to do in this season. If this is your first listening, what a time to be here. I'm so grateful for you and I pray that God reveals himself to you through this episode and even as you catch up on previous seasons. And for those who are already family, I'm sure you know by now that I can't say this enough. I love you. I'm grateful for you. Thank you for constantly listening and sharing. God bless you. My name is Titi Reju, a proud Jesus girl, finding so much joy in sharing the word of God as the Holy Spirit helps me to encourage someone out there. I'm constantly learning to be very intentional about prophesying the promises in the word of God as I journey towards understanding his will and purpose for my life in different seasons. And that right there is the core of this podcast ministry. Thank you, Lord, for a new week, for a new day, for just this new season. I pray that God, as I share what is on your heart to your people, by your power and by your grace, O God, I pray that you flood their heart with light and that it reaches the hearts that you intend for it to, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to yet another episode. I'm so excited. I honestly am. Um... I have a new microphone. Let me just start off with that. I hope it sounds way, way, way better. But yeah, um, it's part of the reasons why I feel so excited. But beyond that, just really grateful um, to God for the privilege to consistently share the heart of our Father with you week on week. And there's really nothing more beautiful than knowing that he longs for us to just, you know, sit with him and get permeated in his presence, literally. And for me, it's in those moments I find myself sitting still and just, you know, wanting to bask in the fullness of all that God is releasing to us in this season. And there is so much, I tell you, there is so, so much. I know for a lot of us, it gets hard to find those still moments, but it honestly makes life easier, you know, when we can pause and receive direction rather than getting so busy with activities that could easily wear us out and still leave us unsatisfied you know so in this year i urge you i urge you to find your rhythm what works for you may not work for me and vice versa but figure out what works for you and god and be consistent with it you see there's a lot he has to point to us if only we allow ourselves to be vessels that are positioned for the pouring God will always use what is available, not ready, but available. So ponder on that, okay? I guess this makes a relevant prelude or a start, you see, to what he's um, laid on my heart to share with you in this episode. How many of you maybe find yourselves wanting to close out tasks as quickly as possible, okay, so that you can just, you know, have that feeling and you know sense of productivity or accomplishment okay if you're a planner like me i can't help myself and i'm proud of that (laughs) but if you're a planner like me and you know someone that's obsessed with to-do list you probably can relate because i mean it's great stuff when we desire to do things as quickly as we can and keep him moving that's onto the next mentality right but in certain situations that's what it takes you know, to actually achieve excellence. 
But let's look at this in a sort of like a broader Christ-like sense, you know, as believers, what does it mean to live our lives with a sense of urgency? I'm sure you've probably heard this maybe more than a couple of times, but may not be so clear on what it means, okay? A few times, honestly, when I've had to discuss this with maybe friends or people around me, I realize there's a sense that living urgently or being asked to fulfill, you know, purpose with urgency usually comes across as a sober charge and that's okay really right however somewhere in between there are situations when it's perceived as you know sort of like a fear trigger like am i going to die soon or prematurely and i dare say that is a lie of the enemy because god himself has said to us that with long life has he satisfied us you know to fulfill all that he has called us to be so the truth about this door is that living with a sense of urgency has eternity at the core. It's kingdom focused. It's not something that's fear induced, but actually faith induced. Knowing we have the capacity to fulfill all that God has called us to be in this season until his coming, which is inevitable. So here's how I look at it. And often what I say to God is, look, I never want to get to heaven and be shown or told things that were cut out for me to do, but I didn't catch in on it in that season. You get me? So everything you have called me to, please reveal them to me and give me the capacity to get on with it in alignment with the timing and seasons of heaven because that's so important. There are times we get on to certain things, but according to heaven's timing, you should have been doing this thing three years ago. You see... Um, so you must certainly know by now that um, kingdom assignments and mandates are not things to be brushed over or tick the box on. It is God's transformative agenda for existence. It's the essence of who we are and why we are here. You know, it's bigger than the revelation we receive. It's a lifetime of sacrifice. This is not saying that every assignment will last a lifetime, okay, because it's so important to know when to start and when to stop, right? But for the season in which they are caught out for, one thing is for sure, it will change your life. So I said all of that to say it's one thing to live urgently and it's another to live hurriedly. Hurry is more often than not induced with anxiety, fear, and, you know, so many other emotions that are not in alignment to who God has called us to be. So as believers, we are called to live urgently, but not hurriedly, okay? It's not about how quickly you do it. It's how well you align with God's intention in the seasons he has orchestrated for you to do these things. And by things, I mean every little assignment that um, he's put on your path that is in alignment with the fulfillment of prophecy that tie into his bigger purpose for you okay that was a mouthful but yeah so living urgently is not about how fast it is how deep it is intentionally living every day with kingdom purpose in mind but maybe there's someone listening to me and asking so how do i know that i'm living life urgently and not hurriedly you know let's get back into the word because of course i love to back everything up with a word and i pray that god himself you know floods your heart with light so the first thing i just want to say is the consciousness of your kingdom purpose 
how are you living with that consciousness of your kingdom purpose so in ephesians 2 10 the apostle paul says we are god's handiwork created in christ jesus to do good works which god prepared in advance for us to do long ago now this is the foundation of that knowledge that we as believers should never lose sight of you see god calls us to a purpose to do good works tailor-made just for you and i so do you wake up daily carrying out your own agenda or do you wake up saying father what will you have me do today how do i align with your purpose for my life in this season and a lot of times you know i can't say this enough but even in our everyday stuff we should always ask ourselves, how does this align with the fulfillment of my purpose? You know, when you live this way and you live with this consciousness, I'll tell you what, you will understand how to live urgently. You won't spend time, for example, in a relationship with someone who God is impairing you with to fulfill kingdom agenda. You won't slave away in jobs that drain you and pull you further from God. It really is the little things, the little everyday things. So you always have to view them with the lens of the bigger picture of who God has designed and called you to be. Second thing I want to speak on is living in obedience. Okay, almost every time I have to speak on obedience, I can't help but reference Abraham. And whenever I do this, I silently say, God, let it be said of me that if nothing else, Titi will always obey God. It doesn't matter what it looks like or what it could cost her. And I pray the same for you in this moment, that it would always be said of you that come what may, you would obey God. Obedience is a huge, huge, huge act of faith in God. So living a life of urgency unto God means that you may not always fully grasp where he leads, but you would follow because without faith, it is impossible to please God. Abraham obeyed God so relentlessly, even when he meant giving up his only son. I mean, like I said, living urgently is a depth we attain with God. It's not how much, it's how deep and how well we align with his perfect will. So what has God asked of you in this season? And why are you stalling? It's 2024. It's more than enough reason for you to give yourself a fresh start in obedience so when peter said you know when jesus walked up to them and they had told all night when peter said nevertheless at thy word we will cast out our net remember that they had gone on and on and on and on and caught nothing but in a second of obedience they encountered something they never have simply because he took his mind off his own understanding and shifted to a kingdom mentality so i don't know who may be feeling like what well, We've washed our net and called it a night. Remember that it's not how long you've tried. It's how well and how deeply you align with God's timing in obedience. Third thing I just want to speak about and God has laid on my heart is using your spiritual gifts to serve others. You see, God has sent us here to do good works, right? And this includes serving others with our spiritual gifts. You're not ordinary. There's something inside of you that is relevant to your family, to your friends, to your co-workers, your circle of influence, and a generation at large. So living urgently is understanding that we are here to serve in whatever capacity that God has called us to. So from the most mundane assignment to, you know, 
gracing top stages and platforms, we serve all the way. So in Matthew 25, 14 to 30, the story of the master, you know, who gave his servant talent while he traveled is all the reminder we need that there's something we ought to be doing. God didn't bring any of us here to faff. The servant who doubled the talent is one who is kingdom focused. One who understands what it means to live urgently for God. Notice how the one who was given the most did the most, okay? So honestly, there's no such thing as having too much to be done when it comes to kingdom purpose. As long as we are working in alignment with God, we will always find the capacity to do more. That's the truth. Finally, I'll wrap this up with this final point, which sort of is an umbrella for everything and it is glorifying the name of God. After all is said and done, there is only one reason and purpose why we do all that we do and it is that the name of God is glorified. So leading a life that brings others to God is representing and reflecting who he is in our everyday lives. You see, Jesus modeled a lifestyle of urgency so flawlessly from the beginning he understood and knew that there was a mission that he had been sent to accomplish and that his time was limited to do so so the truth is in essence we have to be time conscious not from a place of fear but from a place of faith but what is more important is what we do with the time we are allocated that jesus lived for 33 years doesn't mean he lived a short life He lived a full life, a deep life, a life that is the reason you and I are here today. So as you live each day, I urge you to glorify God in the little and the big things, in everything. To do what makes God proud, even if it makes no sense to anyone else. To live a life of, you know, accountability to God. Knowing he sees and knows all things. And in the end, you will give back an account of what you did with all that he gave you. So make it count, friend of God. Make it count. Thank you, Spirit of God, for your word that you have released in this time and in this season. I pray, Spirit of the Most High God, that it will do the work in which you have sent it. It will reach the hearts that you intended for it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. It's always so beautiful sharing the heart of our Father with you. If you missed any of the previous episodes or seasons, there is so much that God has in store for you. So I'd love for you to take some time to listen and I pray that God reaches your heart anew in that moment. Please continue to share with your loved ones and encourage someone out there with the word. God bless you and remain in his presence. Bye.